In this week's parsha, we read that Noach was childless for 500 years. We can just imagine all the pain and anguish Noach suffered all those years. The loneliness, the despair was unbearable. Noach looks around and sees all these evil and wicked people, and they are all happy. They are not having any fertility issues. And he's thinking, all these people are not doing the will of Hashem, and they are the ones flourishing and prospering. I am doing the will of Hashem. I'm doing everything right. The Torah even testified about Noach. Noach isht tzaddik tamem. How many people in the history of the world can boast that the Torah attested to their righteousness? And Noach thought, why am I the one that's suffering? Where is the reward for all my efforts? Later it was revealed the incredible kindness Hashem did. He didn't grant Noach children earlier. Because had Noach fathered children several hundred years before the Mabel, then he certainly would have had many offspring before the Mabel began. And they undoubtedly would have been negatively influenced by the corrupt world they were living in and ultimately would have perished in the Mabel. But now, because of the chesed of Hashem, Noach only started having children 100 years before the Mabel, when they weren't yet eligible for punishment. So all of his offspring survived the Mabel. Likewise, we find that Moshe Rabbeinu davened 515 tefillos to be allowed to enter into Eretz Yisrael. And Hashem told him, Ravlach, enough. Forget about it, Moshe. I don't want to hear about it anymore. It's not happening. So stop asking. The conventional understanding of Ravlach is that Moshe's prayers were denied. However, Reb Leibola Eger says something beautiful. In reality, Moshe was answered. He got everything he wanted and more. When the Torah says, Rav Lach, it means that Hashem told him, Rav Lach, I'm giving you so much, even more than you requested. You don't need to pray for this matter anymore. I've already granted you your request and a lot more. How did he get much more than he asked for? So the Zohar explains, Moshe wasn't allowed to enter Israel because he then would have built the Beis HaMikdash. And Moshe Rabbeinu's Beis HaMikdash could never be destroyed. But now that it wasn't Moshe's Beis HaMikdash, when Klai Yisrael sinned, Hashem was able to destroy the Beis HaMikdash instead of taking out his wrath on the Jewish people, Chaz Shalom. So Moshe was answered in the best way possible. In a situation that looked as though he was denied, he was really answered. Likewise by Nayach. All those years, all those tefillahs where he davened for children, and he couldn't understand why they weren't answered. Only centuries later did he realize how Hashem actually answered his prayers in the most optimum way possible, by not giving him children at that time. This is how we should view all of our situations as well. Sometimes the person is doing everything right. He shows up to shul on time. He davens with much kavana. He puts in so much energy and effort into educating his children. And he's not zoichet to see the fruits of his labor. Then he looks over at his neighbor's house. And he's hardly putting in any effort. And his children are amazing. Being accepted into the top yeshivas and seminaries. Or you and your spouse are working endless hours. And you're barely making ends meet. And your friend makes one business deal and he's set for life. He's on vacation for six months out of the year. So after a while we get discouraged. And we give up and stop davening. When we don't see salvation, we become frustrated and stop asking. But we must remember that all of our prayers are being heard. And Hashem will use every single one of them to benefit us in the way He sees fit. He knows what's best. And sometimes remaining in the difficult situation is what's best for us. It's incumbent upon us to never despair, no matter how bleak things look. Every prayer is precious. Every tefillah does wonders for us. We can never become discouraged. Even when it seems that we are not being answered, 
It's only because we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. This reminds me of an old saying, Sometimes I thank God for unanswered prayers. The story that inspired that adage was where someone prayed really hard that a certain woman he was dating would agree to become his bride, and it never came to fruition. Many years later they meet up, and he realizes that she would have been totally inappropriate for him, and the woman he ended up marrying was perfect for him. So he concludes, Sometimes God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers. It should actually be amended to, God's greatest gifts are what we perceive to be unanswered prayers. Because there's no such thing as unanswered prayers. No prayer goes to waste. And every prayer is answered. But sometimes, we just have to wait a little bit longer to realize it. God's delays are not His denials. He's saving and preserving our prayers for the most opportune time. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.